Welcome to High Vibes and Grateful Heart, a podcast for women on the rise. When we come back, we'll be in the studio with Mary Daisley, the psychic navigator, talking about all things mystical and magical. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our show today. I'm so excited to be sitting across the table from Mary Daisley, the Psychic Navigator. We're going to have some fun today. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Jen. Thank you so very much for having me. Oh, um, we're delighted to have you here in the studio today. We always begin our show asking our guests to tell us a little bit about their heart-centered work. What is it that you do and why do you do it? Mine is a calling. Um, I really feel the need to help people thrive in their lives, not just live, not just survive, but thrive. Um, I really want people to have the best outcomes in their life. And when I peek into their future, I can kind of direct them like a navigator, uh, to where they should be if they choose. I think that's beautiful. And, you know, Mary, I know one of the questions that always pops up for people is what is the difference between a psychic and a spiritual medium? Can you talk a little bit about that? Certainly. Mediums or evidential mediums are people who speak to the dead. Um, They open themselves up and give themselves um, the ability to get information that is very specific to the deceased and then they um, they uh, they'll they'll tell you what is about them like how they passed or their hair color or whatever it is or Um, any messages they might have for that person that loved one yes Um, psychics, psychic ability is like the word gymnastics. There are many types of gymnastics and there is in the psychic realm, there's psychometry, which is holding something and getting a vibe off of that and reading the impression. There's channeling, which is opening up and, uh, drinking in the information, from uh, the universal consciousness. Uh, There are uh, people who scry, who can see through mirror, uh, people who use tarot cards, who read the cards. So there there are many different ways of expressing your psychic ability. I think that's such a great way to define it. And how would you describe your approach to psychic readings? Like, what tools do you incorporate and use? Okay. I do use tarot, but they're kind of like a stepping stone in your path. They delineate um, time ahead of you. Uh, For me, I read in the season, so we would start with the fall and the winter and then go into the spring. Um, I touch the cards quite a bit, uh, close my eyes and just start channeling or talking about what I see or feel or hear. Um, So mine is a kind of a amalgamation of everything that I have 
been able to do my my talents and then kind of honed them into how I read um so it it's it's not quite a hodgepodge it's but it's it, it works for me and I really feel that any real psychic needs to work and do and find their own way of doing things. Absolutely. It's very similar to like energy work that I Correct. do. Like some people will say, well, I do Reiki or I do, you know, um, sound healing. And, and, and I, as a healer, integrate many different modalities. And I think it's really similar to what you do because the more you do it mm -hmm. over time, the more experiences you have, the person that's sitting in front of you, that all dictates kind of where you go with that next hour or hour and a half that you're spending together. So Correct. I think it's really um, parallel in that way, mm -hmm. which is so great. Um, oh, I have so many questions to for you but um, about just the work that you do. But why don't we just ask sort of how did you discover this, this passion, th these abilities? And did you have to go through some sort of transition from maybe – you know, corporate work or, or, or standard work to get to, to this? What was this journey like for you? Interestingly enough, um, in my 20s, I took a three-week psychic course uh, from a gentleman named Richard Alanza, who owns Open Doors in Braintree, Mass. And he, um, I wanted to make psychic friends because I really didn't have anybody who was intuitive that I knew um, in my 20s. So I took the class. At the end of the class, he goes, I really could use an extra reader. I want to hire you. Nice. And that just kind of started me. Sure. Um, I always worked part-time. Right. So 30 years or more part-time doing the work I love, doing the work I feel that fulfills me and calls me, uh, while I was a single mother working um, different jobs, um, sometimes corporate, sometimes not, uh, and, <clears throat> you know, always being self-sufficient, but making the time for um, my calling. Right. I really don't feel that it has to be one or the I other. I agree with you so much, yes. Um, so, you know, dream the life, live the dream, even if it's part-time. Absolutely. Because that will keep filling your cup. Right, and and bring you joy. It will bring you and, joy. And in that, in essence, brings you balance, right? Most definitely. Absolutely. So when did you, when do you feel like you discovered? Was it at that point when you took that course that you were like, oh, wow, I can do this? Well, or I, did you kind of always know? I've kind of always known. I've always sensed things, felt things. <clears throat> um, I've always um, kind of been able to get into people's heads, a little bit of telepathy, um, which I don't do now because that's just scary. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I've always known, and it's like, I've always known I was different. I've always felt on the outside looking in, so to speak. Um, I've always was 
more mature for my age. Uh, I was always, I guess I was an older soul, yes. even young. And I just felt that um, I was being led to my my purpose. Um, and as I said, I was a um, young single mom. And I needed to have, you know, I needed a regular job so I could pay for an apartment and my daughter's braces and, you know, and all, all of that, <laughs> all the things that, you know, go on with life. And um, I did that, but I was also able to build a great reputation and a career um, while gaining great perspective, meeting fantastic people. And allowing myself to trust. Oh, that's a big part of this, isn't it? It is. To you trust have in to your own abilities and gifts and not get in your own head. You have to surrender to it. Absolutely. I feel you. Yep. So who would you say is your ideal client? And, and, and why would they come to you for a reading? I feel like my ideal client would be somebody who wants the truth, um, wants a sneak peek into what's going on with either their business or their personal life or um, wh whether they have a decision like a fork in the road. Um, I can do a reading on possibilities of going one direction and then going on another direction. Uh, it's a matter of making the statement of I am choosing this. This is what is that road. I am choosing that what is that road um, and finding out where the potholes are to uh, kind of circumnavigate those if possible. I think that's beautiful and you know I always say to people you have the answers within you but having access to somebody like you mm -hmm. to sort of support and facilitate that it's almost like you are a mirror for people in some ways because you're able to pull out of them what they probably already know but aren't Ready. Responding to or listening to, mm -hmm. right? So I think it's actually beautiful. And, and I've actually been um, had the pleasure of having reading with Mary. And it's so fun and interesting. And, you know, a lot of people go into this and they, they're like, I'm a little scared. I'm like, no, it's beautiful. There's not, you know, it's not about bad news. It's just about helping you have some clarity around where it is you want to go and how you're going to get there. So it's really a beautiful thing. And um, I so appreciate the work that you do and the gifts that you offer to I our community. You. I thank you. So tell us about an accomplishment that you have had in your life that you're most proud of. Well, raising a daughter is first and foremost. That's pretty big. That's that big stuff. That is pretty big. Especially but, on your own. Yes. Uh, but I would probably say um, in 2013, I became a Best American Psychic. Uh, Best American Psychic is a psychic directory. And we are a group that are double-tested. Uh, we have a background check, as well as we, um, they look through to find out how professional you are before they grant you to become a Best American Psychic. Well, that's quite an accomplishment then. It really is. For sure. And I've been there, almost, uh, actually, this month, 10 years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That's wonderful. That must make a big difference to people who are looking for, you know, who do I go to and how do I pick somebody? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is um, 
you have to go with what you feel. So, you know, look at their picture if, if there's pictures. Um, you know, what, what it's like, would I want advice from them? Exactly. That type of thing. So much of it is um, a feeling that you have with somebody mm-hmm. in terms of that your comfort and who, who resonates with you and, you know, what Most kind definitely. of personality. I think in any of the work that we do, mm-hmm. I think that's so important. So I know you mentioned raising your daughter on your own, and, and I'm sure that was full of challenges. Can you tell us, our, our listeners, what you feel is the most significant challenge that you faced in your life and what's that taught you? That it is in the universe's time and not in mine. Ah. Sometimes we have to get out get out of our own way because we want everything yesterday. And sometimes <clears throat> things happen when they're supposed to. And you either have to embrace that stance, that statement, or not. And you really can... I want to say bang your head against the wall if you don't. Right. Because you're just doing more damage. You're just spinning your wheels. You're just wasting your energy. Uh, Whereas if you go along like you are, um, you know that things are in the works and you have faith and trust in that, you're able to it's so Succeed. true. It's like we're, we are so programmed to exercise our um, masculine energy, that mm-hmm. that pushing and resisting and forcing, right? Mm-hmm. When in reality, if we could just tap into our more divine feminine energy of allowing and receiving and and accepting what comes, right? We Most need definitely. We need both and a balance of both. But I think as women, we forget that that divine feminine energy that we that makes us who we are. And when we tap into it, it's incredibly powerful most definitely yeah for sure i love that so one of the things i love to ask our guests because we don't tend to as women talk about ourselves very much Mm -hmm. but what is it about you that you love most it could be a physical trait or a personality characteristic what do you love most about mary how playful i am and um i sing i sing in the renaissance fairs that i uh will work uh, here in New England, and I am the singing rose winch. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So I harass men into buying roses for their ladies, and I will sing on their behalf. Um, I love singing. I'll go out with friends and do karaoke, and um, people will be like, oh, crap, she can sing. (laughs) Are you also Irish? I am Irish. Um, I consider myself an Irish seer. Oh, yes. Um, born in Boston, uh, third-generation American. Uh, I've had some people from Ireland book with me, and they're like, I hear you call yourself an Irish seer. <laughs> I wanted to see if that was true. And then after the reading, they're like, you're a seer. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish are magical beings. We are. Yes. It has to be with that fey blood. It's really beautiful. Well, I love it, and I love that you embrace that about yourself, your your heritage, and and these gifts that you have. It's so important, right, that we can see our own um, our own essence and and be proud of that. I, I, I think, it, in odd way, it was like kind of shoved in front of me, so I don't know how I could have circumvented around it. Right. It just guides were just like, okay, you're going to do this. Yeah. And that's. And you listened. And I listened. And here you are. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. 
So we, you know, talk a lot about the importance of self-care here on the show. What do you do to help yourself stay healthy and balanced? I try to go have fun. I I really psychic work can be very very serious yes. and emotionally draining. Um, but going to have fun, uh, whether it's dressing up and going to a, um, a steampunk event or a renaissance fair or going on a girls weekend um, or just doing things with friends, laughing till you cry, um, that type of thing, just enjoying um sometimes I just I just read. I love sure. reading. Sure. Um I also write. Um So you express yourself creatively in all kinds of ways. In a lot of different ways. That's wonderful. Yeah, self-care isn't just about going and getting a massage every month, right? True. It's, it's about recognizing what you need to kind of um, you know, give your central nervous system uh, uh, some a break. S- a break and some hugs <laughs> and to you know what helps you feel centered and, and for you being with people getting out doing these creative events that's what brings you joy so that is your self-care I think it's really cool that people understand that self-care means a lot of different things to different people well they say laughter is the best medicine there you go and you know what's what's better than going having fun with friends and laughing absolutely Tapping back into our inner child, I think we forget sometimes that we have the, you know, freedom to to go out and have a good time, just like when we were kids. Right. I mean, we take everything so seriously. There's nothing wrong with being childlike, but there is everything wrong with being childish. Right. There's a very big difference, isn't there? Very big difference. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. One of the things we love to ask people is, what advice would you give to your 12-year-old self? Like, if you could go back in a time machine and be Mm -hmm. like, Mary, you know, let me tell you this now, something that you you know now that you didn't know then. Mm -hmm. What would you say to her? I would say take the guitar lessons. Oh, I love it. Tell us more. Well, my mother offered me guitar lessons when I was younger, and I wanted drums. And she said no to drums, guitar or nothing, and I got nothing. Oh, (laughs) there's a lesson. (laughs) There is a lesson. I would have gone, gone with the guitar lessons so that I would be actually being able to play guitar and sing. Well, I would say to you, it's never too late to take those guitar lessons, Mary. Um, to be where I probably would want to be, to match my voice, yeah. would... Mm, might be a fun thing to try. Might be a fun thing I to try. I might know a few people who can help you with that. Okay. <laughs> hey, I think that's great. That's great advice, right? Mm-hmm. I think we all have times in our lives where something's been offered to us and maybe we didn't make the choice that we then that we would make now. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's great advice. And we are, obviously our listeners are love to you know sit in on these interviews and learn what it is that that our guests have gone through do you have any advice for other women who might be in some state of transition in their lives who are maybe really craving something but a little bit fearful or holding back you know what what advice would you give them to to if they're feeling kind of stuck i guess is the question okay what i tend to tell people especially in readings when they have a large goal, is see the big picture, but slice it up in chunks so that they are attainable. Because your 
your big goals are like a marathon, okay? And a runner will run one mile at a time. They're not always thinking of the full 26.4 miles. They are thinking one mile at a time. And if you accomplish one mile, that gives you the energy to go to the next mile. So keep your big picture. Keep the end goal in mind. End goal in mind, but make it so that they're attainable chunks to the end goal. I think that's great advice. Because that's how you succeed. Because otherwise it can be sort of overwhelm and you, and you just shut down, right? Daunting. So, it's too much. Yeah. I love that. That's a, And it's a great analogy. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. You're welcome. So do you have a female tribe? I know you talked about going out and being with people that, you know, share your um, affinity for the, you know, the psychic world and the spiritual world. But do you mm-hmm. have an, another tribe or any tribes that you feel that you're happy to be a part of? Well, you know, I have found uh, a new tribe in We Breathe, um, as well as uh, a tribe with my uh, Renaissance community. We're like a family. Yeah. Uh, but with We Breathe, we all express different ways of utilizing our talents, uh, whether it's law or um, photography or working as a psychic or working as a healer. Um, and we're all there for each other. We all actually have zero problems lifting someone else up. Oh, that's so great to hear from you, somebody. I, I appreciate that. And and that's what I really, truly like about that. Yeah. It's a really diverse group, to, to your True. point. But it's also like community over competition at the yes. SheBreeze. So it's SheBreeze balances the women's community, and then we have the We Breathe Wellness Center. But everyone who comes there just really feels included and mm-hmm. supported. And I think that's – we need more of that in the world. Also, um, my best American psychics. Uh, we, oh, right. You know, we all were tested – and we all have earned the right to be there. Now, I I will say that, you know, when I first started there, I was kind of uh, slightly daunted because my peers are um, Finley graduates, Arthur Finley uh, School of mm-hmm. Psychic Mediums in England graduates. This is a serious bunch. This is a serious bunch. And they are well trained. And they are. And here I am, you know, plodding along the way I go and self taught or spirit taught and, you know, uh, without any formal training, um, and just do. And you know, I hold my old against them. And you should be very proud of that. I, I am. But they're also like, you've earned the right to be here, too. Right. So they are just as um, kind and uplifting a community. And that's what's what, what this is all about, right, is having True. a tribe of people who have your back, who see you, mm-hmm. and want to help lift you up. And I think um, it's great to hear that you have several of those, mm-hmm. um, because we all need that sort of sense of belonging. Most it's definitely. so important as a, just a human being. So thank you for sharing that. So I know we have a few more questions to wrap up the show today, but Mary, what would you wish there were more or less of in the world? 
Oh, we need more kindness. Oh, that's we true. We so need more kindness. And, you know, um, listening, active listening. Mm. Not just hearing, but active listening. I would agree with you on both points. Thank you. And how would you like to be remembered? That I walked through my life with grace kindness and you know just a really good sense of humor (laughs) (laughs) well then you're already you're nailing it (laughs) it's awesome mary oh it was so nice to have this conversation with you today i'm really happy that our listeners are getting an opportunity to learn about you um, and the work that you do how can they get in touch with you to schedule a um, session well they can go to my website which is my name marydaisley.com uh, they can also uh, email me at marynavigator at yahoo.com. Well, I encourage them to do so because they'll have a great time sitting with you and walk away with some great guidance. So once again, thank you so much for being our guest here on the podcast today. I am very grateful for our listeners and for um, the opportunities that we've had to talk today. So thank you, Mary. Thank you so very much, Jen. You bet. Have a beautiful day, everyone. I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen.